Is This a Ghost is sponsored by Pick Me Ben Distillery. It's almost Thanksgiving. It's it's pretty close, at least, to Thanksgiving. It's not Ooh, almost I in the like traditional sense, but it's it's getting there. It's getting I, close. I haven't started my Thanksgiving shopping yet. You, <laughs> you better get that turkey. Boy. You got to get the turkeys early. You get the turkeys early, mm-hmm. and then you put them on the counter right. until Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Most people won't do that, but you need to – that's mm-hmm. seasoning. That's why I give out turkeys on Halloween so that the kids can go home and just put them right that's on the exa- counter, I and mean, then they'll be and, ready. And they're looking for those big candy bars, but what mm-hmm. they don't know is you are doing them a favor. You're mm-hmm. trying to anyway. I hope you brought the big yeah. wagon because this is an 18-and-a-half-pounder <laughs> right here, buddy. Frozen no semi-solid. <laughs> uh, come um, back next week for the giblets. Yep. And when it, boy, when it's your Thanksgiving, (laughs) (laughs) where I was going with this was when it's your Thanksgiving, what you are going to want is, I assume you're going to want at least six bottles of Pick Me Ben something or other on hand, just to, not to, not to, not to overindulge. No, no, just to grease the wheels, you know. Yes. It's like when you go to dinner and you're like, um, hey, hey, uncle, how are you doing? And he's like, I'm doing great. I'll tell you, there's this new fascist in town and uh, he's got some good ideas. You are going to want to have some pick me bend on hand. Mm-hmm. Maybe to beat him over the head with. Maybe just to Maybe. vibe with. I don't know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. It's a very heavy bottle. Um, with a nice handle on the end of it too. Like it's it feels thick. like it's it's like a it's like a cricket bat. What the fuck are they doing there? It's like fantastic. There. <laughs> yeah, um, they're paying homage to uh, to the to our uh, to, to our roots, rich Indian heritage. Um, yep. <laughs> where was I going with this? Right. So, uh, if old uh, Uncle what's his name, if he's starting to get down on you, what you can do is you start sneaking a little bit of navy strength in with this coffee. You know. Oh yeah. In with, turn it on him. In with his nebulizer. Um, what is with, that? You don't know what a nebulizer is? I have no idea. It's a it's a breathing. You'll you you guys get it right. They get it. Okay. Um, <laughs> until eventually, Uncle, you know what's his name? Um, maybe he just doesn't talk anymore. Maybe he sleeps on the couch for a few hours or a few free okay, days. Okay, so yeah. not permanently is what you're saying. I want to make sure we're not we don't endorse. We don't. Um, no, not on this podcast. Gosh, I would say we don't endorse uh, slipping people alcohol when they don't know they're getting it. Really, I would say really. no, Uncle or not, no. Yeah. Do you do you want to read? Do you want to do you want a different idea? No, let's print it. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> no. Well, this is our last ad for Pinky Band <laughs> Distillery, and maybe our last podcast if the uh, the FCC catches up. So these are all great options. Anything else? Any other? Reasons why you might want uh, Pinky Ben on the Thanksgiving table. Pat, every, time re, uh, every time we we every time we we record uh, this episode, this glass gets a little bit shallower. That's all I'm saying. <sighs> We can't record another ad because this is our second one already. <laughs> it's just downhill from here. So um, let's, do third let's do a third. No, one. Let's, let's do no, a third. No, we one. can't. Yeah, we, boy, yeah. we really. I think legally we can't. Thanks Pick everybody. Ben. Let's go and back for thirds. No, no, Pick me Ben. P i n c k n e y b e n d. Drink responsibly and do not give that to people who don't know they're having it. Is their their tagline? Everybody. Welcome back to Is This a Ghost? I'm Clayton Smith, and every week I tell a real ghost story from real history to my real friend, Patrick Dean, who doesn't take it real seriously. Now, Pat, you're mocking me with your mouth right now and right, pretending yeah. like you know all the words. Now, we were all here a couple weeks ago when mm-hmm. you did the intro, so we know that, was, that you have no idea that was what a mockery. it actually is. That was practice. Was oh, me, like, okay. You're mirroring. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. For, yep. yeah. It's okay. an old, old showbiz technique. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know those. Yeah, so. exactly. Uh, great. How, uh, how was your week? How was that? How was Halloween for you? How was, how was Halloween? It's so funny because we've not only, yeah. is it not yet Halloween for us, but also <laughs> we've had another episode since Halloween <laughs> as the listener flies. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's a good question to ask. And what do you think? Uh, I bet Halloween was either good or bad. And I think my kids, I had a great time or my kids got yelled at a lot. Either way, you know. No middle ground for you. Not really. Your kids. No. And there's 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 too many of them to to like try and find some perfect medium. Uh, Makes sense. Well good. Um yeah. I'm either how, glad how or sorry it went that way. 
How was yours? Uh, thank you for asking. Mine was great. Uh, mm. Our kids were perfect cherubs. You know, we had were Elsa. We had... Yep. Nope. Did you invite them? No. Everyone with the babysitter, okay. and that's why they were great. Aaron and I went door to door, and we got so much candy. I'm so excited. And turkeys. Um, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if that version of the ad made it to the. I hope it there. doesn't. I really hope it doesn't because that makes it a lot more random. <laughs> People are going to either get it or not at all get it. Mm-hmm. We're really living in Schrodinger's box of content tonight. Mm-hmm. Boy. Uh, but yeah, lots of turkeys, <laughs> lots of candy for me to eat as an adult. And uh, the girls uh, were, they were in their costumes in their rooms um, uh, with the doors locked. Good. Yeah. I, I went so out, um, what, Saturday, I guess? There's some sort of like a, all the little businesses, all the little shops in our town. Yeah, they, they did. Well, yeah, you, uh, yeah. Our listeners may know they saw a photo of you uh, in your costume I on did, our yeah. Facebook page. And uh, did I put it on Instagram? Probably not. We need I have a, no we, idea. We need a better Instagram or uh, social media manager. Yeah, I know. Hey, if anyone out there wants to be a social media manager. Mm-hmm. For zero dollars ever. Paid, <laughs> mm-hmm, uh, this is an opportunity of mm-hmm. a lifetime. We will go on? just email you the password. It's not a big deal. Um, right. What was I going to say? So... Went walking around from you know business to business. Uh, I was dressed up as uh, Pa Ingalls, Charles Ingalls. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. My uh, middle middle daughter was dressed up as as uh, Laura Laura Ingalls Wilder. Um, well, and, no, Laura Ingalls. I want to make it clear she was not the married sorry, I'm version. Sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, who eventually became Laura Ingalls Wilder? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I, it's an important <laughs> distinction. Go on. Uh, and every place we walked into, they would say, "Oh, she is so cute," and then they look at me and they would go. Oh hi, how are you? Like are I'm you not a Monzo. Like, like, <laughs> is, like is this actually a child bride situation? I'm wear like I'm I'm wearing like you know the the canvas slacks, work boots, gray mm-hmm. suspenders, plaid shirt, the big uh-huh. fucking hat, this like weird bushy brown the wig sticking hair. out, the curly mm-hmm. hair. And every single person that saw me was like, oh, what a nice Mennonite bringing these girls from door to door to collect I, candy. Uh, boy, and I, I don't even know what to say because I would encourage listeners, hey, if you haven't seen this picture, I encourage you to go to our Facebook page at, uh, at Is This a Ghost? And um, I think I think you'll all understand why people are confused. Mm-hmm. Hey, you did a, the costume. You did a great job. Thank you. I did. Also, it, you did a great job. An overly convincing now, job. I don't mm, – Okay, so I'm going to yeah. stop you right there. Now, you did a very good job. Mm-hmm. It's just that Michael Landon and you are so different. <laughs> I know. I know. He's like a real so sex So fundamentally, and... biologically, chemically, physically mm-hmm. different, you know? Yeah. He is a sex pot. He was. Sorry. Yeah. He's, it's he's been a, a while. He's a dead pot now. Um, but yeah. I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe I should have been mm-hmm. like, uh, like Highway to Heaven, Michael Landon. Maybe he was still kind of a sex pot. Yeah, I know it's it's hard to get away from that. Probably. Well, um, you know, you could you could have been you know what if you're going to do a mm-hmm. little house character, you could have been uh, what's uh, what's Harriet's husband? What's his name? Oh, Nell. Mel. Neil. Mm. Nell. Nell. Right. Nell. Probably something like that. Feels yeah. like a feminine name. I think that's right. Is he also a sex pot? No. Oh no, oh. he actually looks a lot like you. Is it Nell? Let me it's see. A little hurtful. Nell. Oh, oh, Nelly was the daughter. Who's? One second. You just sure. uh, can you? Hey, can you kill some time uh, yeah. while I Google? Just uh, talk more about stuff. Sure. Um, so anyway, it. Uh, yeah. You know. Keep keep going. Keep yeah, I am. I'm I'm doing fine. Okay. <laughs> Nels, Nels, I was so close. Nels, Nels, you look like Nels Olson. Okay, Is that are you a, familiar with Nels? I uh, clearly, yes. <laughs> like how the back do you, of my hand. How do you, well, how do you know? How do you know the uh, Little House uh, canon without knowing Nels Olson? I'll be perfectly honest. I googled. I googled image searched Michael Landon and uh, just kind of picked the first. <laughs> have you never seen? Well, I'm sorry. Have you ever seen an episode of Little House on a Prairie? Absolutely not. Absolutely. Not. Really? No. Why would I? Really? Why would I? Well, we're similar ages, and I have seen. All of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess maybe we had different childhoods. Yeah. So you had two older sisters who I would imagine. And a very Catholic family. Yeah, exactly. So I would imagine they probably pinned you down to the couch at about nine o'clock in the morning on Saturdays. And you watched Little House on the Prairie until lunchtime, didn't you? Can I tell you something? Yes, that's correct. Can I tell you something? You are in for a treat because you are going to see this picture of Nels Olsen. Mm-hmm. And you are going to have a revelation. Oh, boy. Let's oh, no. see. Don't Screen be a doppelganger. Share. Don't be a doppelganger. Do not. First of all, if it it is, and 
you can't bring Abe into this. <laughs> this is not a. This is not a an on ramp. Mm-hmm. Talking about naked Abe. Mm-hmm. This is about you and this gentleman. His name is Nels Olson. Oh, man, that would have been better. That really would. It would have been, been so good. Look at him. Look at your. I'm going to take a screenshot mm-hmm. right now. So because yeah. I can see your face here. And hold on one second. Give me. Uh, do that face. Make so the, the face he's making. Okay, yeah, I got it. <laughs> it's very good. So the big problem is if I dress up Boy, like that close. and walk around with Gloria, it's absolutely uh-huh. a child bride situation. That is not. Yes. Yeah, that's that's uh, great. That's part of well, that's kind of like his whole story arc. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, doesn't come out well. Oh boy. Anyway, that was fun, I guess, probably for you the, for walking around with um Oh, that yeah, that part was fine. It rained <laughs> and the kids hated yeah. it. So yeah, it was really cool. Cool. <laughs> um they ate all Halloween. their candy and uh, yeah, great. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, oh, I do have a note here. So um, I wanted to let you know that I've gotten some feedback on our Halloween show. Shit, the, uh, I'm sorry. The, the two haunts and a flaunt. Mm. And we'll hear. Okay, thank you for saying that. <laughs> and here are some takeaways. Number one, people really like the format. Ah, okay. All right, you some onto something. Are, you're a real star. People really liked it a lot. It, it, so it I don't think they well. said that. I mean, the, the format's fine. I inferred uh, from what they said. Now, that's one. Now, the bigger thing they said was people, hey, this is a big takeaway. People love my Benoit Blanc. <laughs> 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 so I think he's a new character that we unleash oh. at least every Halloween, but maybe sure, more yes. often. No, I definitely, maybe maybe like a, like only on leap year Halloweens. I think that'd be a really more appropriate way to do it. Nope. I think at yeah, least every Halloween and maybe quarterly. I don't mm. know. What I will say is I got so many messages about how much they love the Benoit Blanc voice. And I don't think I ever told you this. I also got a lot of messages uh, once upon a time about how much people liked my Dracula voice. Mm. And so that makes me wonder, should I do more voice work on this podcast? Do you I have mean, any thoughts about that? Because I think the public is clamoring for it. Sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've got lots of extra time. I don't have one like prepared for tonight. But oh, it's supposed to wasn't gonna lead in anything. Okay, no, that's fine. That's fine. But I want you to know that it's uh, it's coming. Mm-hmm. It's coming. Do you guarantee it's going to happen? <laughs> I'll guarantee it's going to happen. Uh, now, unlike the real Benoit Blanc, I did not solve that uh, that that no. mystery uh, very well. <laughs> no. But I'm happy to say that based on our social media feedback, uh, most of our listeners also didn't get it. So I don't feel too bad. I feel even better now. Yeah, you did Honestly, a good job. I fooled all you idiots. You did a great job. <laughs> okay, that's one way to say it. Yeah. Um, but just look out for more voice work. And I'm taking requests. So if you you have a voice you want me to do, I can do it. I can do anything. Um, so send a, <laughs> send your ideas. Is this ghost at gmail.com? Um, oh, the other thing I want to tell you, because we've talked about this before in the podcast, before we get into the ghost story, is that I today learned my, um, my teaching schedule for my next semester. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had talked about how I hate Fridays and I right. said no more Fridays. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to share, uh, the news about my new teaching schedule for next semester. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear it? Yes. Yeah, I really yeah, do. You, I yeah, teach, uh, I teach Mondays. Uh-huh. Right. Oh, Whew. right into I it. Know. Yeah. Right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Not good. Out of the frying pan into the Monday. Yep. <laughs> I teach Mondays. I teach Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Good. So you got the third. You got the day off in between there to kind of yeah, cool uh, off. Well, okay. yeah, I got Tuesday off. Yeah. I teach when I teach Mondays. Uh-huh. I teach Wednesdays. Uh-huh. I teach Thursdays. <sighs> you sure? And it's like three days. End of classes that I teach. <laughs> so I'm a little torn because, like, on the one hand, I don't teach Fridays, right? Which is I can't as, as yeah. I've already discussed here. I cannot teach Fridays, mm-hmm. so that's great news. Now. I do teach Wednesday and Thursday. That's a back-to-back day. Mm. That's gonna be tough. Yeah, I mean, like, but, if you were if you were uh, if you're like working out, like exercising, you wouldn't do that uh-huh. two days in a row. No, no. And aren't so, you like exactly? Thank so, you for understanding. Yeah. So like, it's like uh, having you, you know, um, what's it called? Like you lift it up over your head, like the boy. I don't know. Bar yeah pushes. Bar push. Yeah. It's like doing yeah, bar pushes two so. days in a row. Ex- oh, no. Yeah, yeah. So just explain to your boss what's going on, and they'll, they'll reschedule some stuff for you. I well, here is, here is, I guess, some important context. is So the Wednesday class, so my semesters are 15 weeks long. The uh, Wednesday class is only seven weeks long. It's half semester. So I only have that for seven of the 15 weeks. So, mm-hmm. so for like half the semester, it's like Monday, mm-hmm. 
Wednesday, Thursday, but right. for the other half, it's Monday, Thursday. Okay. Okay. So it's not as bad. Mm-hmm. I should also note the Wednesday class that is half a semester long, seven weeks. Uh, that's a hybrid class. It only meets three times. So actually it's Monday, Thursday, and then three times I meet on Wednesdays. So it's fine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, am I off Tuesdays? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Am I off most Wednesdays? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I off Fridays? Yeah. And am yet I off you're Saturdays still and Sundays? killing yeah. time before the podcast starts. You, you have <laughs> well, I wanted you to know this because I yeah. like the look of your face when I tell you about my teaching mm-hmm. schedules. It's pretty exciting. And hey, kids, stay in college because if you if you go further and get a master's or a doctorate, mm-hmm. maybe you could be a college mm-hmm. teacher. Stay maybe in that college. Can be your schedule. Like literally. Forever. Forever. <laughs> literally forever <laughs> is the only real path forward. Gosh, we've got a lot of time. Do you want to hear a ghost story? Desperately. Okay. Well, I'll tell you one. This one starts in the year 1970. A young woman from Massachusetts, which is a state. Mm-hmm. Uh, her name United is States. Correct. Yes, yeah. thank you. Not Canadian. Her name is Deirdre Bernard. Mm-hmm. And in 1970, Deirdre Bernard had a birthday. Uh, yes, it yeah, was her. Just, just, you know. Editor's note, that's that's how birthdays work. So I'll put an asterisk. Let me just make a note. <laughs> now, if you said she had two birthdays or even <laughs> no birthdays, okay. those Good are note. notable Good facts. Note. Thank you. One birthday in a year. Generally, that's the average for most people. Okay. Over, under, one. Thank you. So. I'll carry this forward with me um, for future notes. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you for your notes. It's, do, you, do, do, you, do you have a birthday? Hard to hear, but. Yeah. What? Do you have a birthday this year? Uh, yes. You I do. Okay. What about next year? Uh, I think one. I'm on a schedule for one. Okay. You're not going to get like a half one and then maybe like a hybrid birthday on a, on, on a Wednesday sometime. Or not something? that I've been told. No. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Then the year <laughs> so after, she... just skipping birthdays. <laughs> just, I think, I think none for a while and then one again. Hmm. Anyway, so Deirdre had one. It was her 25th to be exact. Mm. And uh, so she turns 25 in 1970. Now Deirdre's mother had a pretty weird sense of humor. So for her grown daughter's birthday, she bought her a used and life-sized Raggedy Ann doll. Ooh, I don't know about that. I, I don't know about that. That's not a sense of humor I share with anybody. What would you do if on your 25th birthday, your mother had given you a used two foot tall Raggedy Ann doll? <laughs> Or Raggedy Andy could uh-huh. be either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I wouldn't donate it to, you know, like Salvation Army or anything like that because then it's just, it, that's just passing the buck. You don't want to do Did that. Did you donate it to science? I would donate maybe to a sewer. Maybe. <laughs> and after that, yeah, maybe. Pennywise can have this yeah. one. <laughs> for sure. You can be a little sidekick if you want to be. Um, <laughs> maybe I would donate to a bonfire. That's. Yeah, I was. I would burn right. it yeah. immediately. Absolutely. But Deirdre was a nursing student, and uh, I guess, so I, I know, I see I your face, I, <laughs> I'm about to make a connection. <laughs> what that says to me, personally, is that mm. she's seen some pretty bad stuff. Uh-huh. It's like, and how so bad she's could not this like, be? Yeah. Yeah. So she's not, like, put off by, like, weirdness. She's mm-hmm. she's put off by, like, she sees, like, broken bones and blood spurting and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, she gets a doll, and she's like, this is nothing. This is a doll. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this is why... Too much education really mm. is a problem because yeah. it blinds you to the uh, the the truth of life. You know what? That my uh, my cousin my cousin in law. What, what is what's your what's your what's we your cousin? Time to get into what's your cousin's spouse called? I cousin have, I couldn't. I cousin have no idea. I couldn't couldn't begin to. It's my cousin in law. He's an ER doc, and he's you know he says the worst part about it is it's not like the like the the broken bones or whatever whatever. It's, it's the bugs. That's the worst part. It's the bugs. Excuse me. The bugs. The bugs. Which bugs, you know, fleas, maggots, stuff like that. That's the worst part of it. That come in with the bodies. Oh yes, with the with the people. Now they come in. He's and not. Like, in the, I was gonna say he's not a morgue. He's ER. Oh yeah, ER. People come in, complain about this, that, and the other. You start kind of going through their hair a little bit, just infested with fleas. He said that's the worst. Okay. And I thought, you know what? Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, that's that's. That, I'm with you there, buddy. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, so this Raggedy Andy doll. Better, worse. <laughs> well, I don't think it has fleas, so that's pretty good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, her mother m- said it was meant to be a quirky gift. Okay, and I guess that's accurate. I can see that. Uh, they had like a good laugh or whatever. But then mm-hmm. Deirdre actually kind of likes it, mm-hmm. 
And I, she decides to keep it and she keeps it as sort of a, she doesn't, okay. So I don't really know how to say it. She doesn't, she certainly doesn't keep it as like a child, but mm. she's not planning on having children. Oh. So she like kind of treats his doll as like, okay. oh, what a fun way to dress up a baby looking thing. Sure. Yeah. I guess in the way that like lunatics a, do. Like a chihuahua. That's fun. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes. This is her chihuahua. Mm-hmm. Now, Deirdre her, has. This is her purse raggedy Andy. So. Yeah. <laughs> this is not. It's huge. I'm going to. Oh, actually, this is good. Thank you for big I'm going to show you a photo. I don't of, know if we need to go. Uh, let me this close far. Nels Olsen here. Let me bring up this picture. Um, this is not a purse raggedy Andy. Mm-hmm. This is a gigantic Oh, Raggedy Ann. Why is the woman in black and white, but Raggedy Andy is in brilliant Technicolor? Did, did, well, there is reason for that that I don't want to get into. But the, so that's the soul stealing at, feature you'll, you'll see, hear about later. Right. She has sucked out all the life, literally, from all these people. My goodness. Um, if you're not watching us on YouTube right now, what I, what Patrick is seeing is a, a photo of a, a normal-sized woman mm-hmm. holding a gigantic doll. Mm-hmm. A now, this is Raggedy the Raggedy Ann. Raggedy yes. Ann. Ra- Ann or Raggedy Ann. Raggedy Ann. Ann. My apologies. Yes. Uh, that goes from her uh, shoulder to, uh, well, she's sitting. So I would guess she goes almost to her knees if she's, mm. so it's a huge, yep. so it's not a, it's not a purse doll. No. Well, I mean, it could be, again, big purse, one of the big beach purses. It's a beach purse mm-hmm. doll. Yes. This can, is a Raggedy Ann who's ready to catch <laughs> some surf. Can you imagine you, sure. you, you go to like dinner with all your friends? And you go to like, you know, pay for pay for drinks there, you unzip the purse, and one of your friends looks in, like, is that what is that got a there, huge raggedy hand doll? <laughs> Why is she covered in sand? Oh. Um so but Deidre kinda likes it. And so she has now Deidre has two roommates. And so she tells her mom though, I think I'm gonna bring it home. My roommates are gonna think this is so weird, mm-hmm. like it'll be so funny, it'll be great, you know. Yeah. You've had roommates. Yeah. They think everything's great. Except for, you know, dishes. They really don't think. Speaking as one of your former roommates, I would say that's not accurate. Mm. That everything is great. I think everything was great, wasn't it? That's true. We had a different roommate who who didn't think everything was great. (laughs) (laughs) There's always got to be one. I did think everything you brought home was great. You did think everything I brought home was great. And uh, our third roommate did not think anything either of us brought home was great. There's a squirrel with a bag stuck to his leg in the park. Let's go look at it. This is so cool. we'd be gone for like hours. Yeah. And Um, that was the best part of his his life because mm -hmm, he was like, this is, it's quiet here now. Mm -hmm. Come home muddy. Like, where'd you boys go? Oh, you don't want to (laughs) know. But put your boots on because we're going back. Uh, I left my stick. Um, That friendship is over. (laughs) Anyway, so Deirdre thanks her mom and she takes the Raggedy Ann back to her apartment with her two roommates. Now, her roommates are named Lara Clifton and Cal Rendall. Mm-hmm. And Lara and Cal are a thing. Uh, her parents are, are a together. thing? They're not her parents. They're her roommates. Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. 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 Pretty sure I was pretty clear on that point about seven seconds ago. I wasn't listening so clearly. These are her roommates, and they are living in absolute sin. So she lives with her parents. Nope. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> so, so uh, Deirdre and Lara and Cal are all nursing students. Mm-hmm. And all of them are like, this doll's pretty weird. <laughs> right. But, uh, but this is not like, this is a Raggedy Ann, which is a very commonplace doll mm-hmm. right this is not a robert the doll situation yeah. this is not a weird cork face boy it's a, with, it's a, with it's a contemporary outfit. it's a contemporary doll, doll. yeah yes i mean radian's a national treasure mm-hmm. so it's not like they were not put off by the doll um they were like why did your mom give you a doll you're 25 mm-hmm. years old yeah um but but otherwise they were fine did you ever have a raggedy ann or raggedy andy i think there was one in the house i don't know if it was mine I'm I, I'm I'm sure at some point I had a raggedy Andy doll. And my sister had a raggedy Ann. I'm I'm certain of it, yeah. but yeah. no memories of it. Um, they probably wiped them from your brain. I those I, dolls. I I, I and, and I I appreciate that. That's, they probably live inside you now. <laughs> I do remember the feeling of yarn and <laughs> breathing. I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, but, classic, yeah. classic raggedy Ann. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Would you like to take a guess at what year Raggedy Ann was invented? She was oh. first. Raggedy Andy came later. Which year was Raggedy Ann invented? She seems real depression-y. She seems real depression-y, doesn't she? I need a year. I mean, she is made of what's pretty clearly a mop in a potato sack. So, <laughs> And I think uh, either yarn or roots yeah. for hair. Possibly uh, roots for hair. I'm going to go with 38. You would be shocked to learn 1915. Mm, wow. Oof. Yeah, the swinging 10. The swinging. So, uh, hmm. a World War One doll? Is that? That's close. Pre. I think World War One was. Yeah, but not. Maybe. It was 20s, knows? right? But yeah. not. Gosh. Do you think we should have learned more history <laughs> <laughs> in our school system? Anyway, nineteen fifty. I just feel really sorry for anybody that's learning history from this podcast. Oh, uh, we've always been clear. Yeah. This is not a history podcast. If you look on your uh, your podcast program, it mm-hmm. does not say this is a history show. Mm-hmm. It says comedy. It oh, says no, explicit. God, a funny joke. I should make this a history. I should. Lo- I should. Okay, never mind. This is a private thought now. Mm-hmm. We're gonna play some real jokes on people. So <laughs> the doll starts acting weird almost immediately. Mm-hmm. The doll acts dolls, in general. Like, well, not before this. I mean, like, so when, when when you say the doll starts acting weird, mm-hmm. I think to myself, good question. I yeah, like is is there a normal way for the doll to act? Like, oh, the doll started cooking me breakfast, you know, and it knew what kind of eggs yeah. that I like. That's that's normal mm-hmm. behavior, but still yeah. not normal doll behavior. Is there anything a doll could do that you would think this isn't weird? Uh, <laughs> actively do not no, just no. <laughs> Sorry. So the doll starts <laughs> acting <Right. laughs> almost immediately. <laughs> it's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> very very soon after <laughs> after Anne comes home they start noticing that she will that uh their that deirdre will toss raggedy Anne like onto a chair or onto the floor mm-hmm. uh or just you know wherever and then they'll come back into the room and raggedy Anne will be sitting up with her hands in her lap very proper very prim yes. which is nice which is not i mean again, again not robert the doll in non-doll terms very nice like if you yes. just like took a three year old and like threw her in a chair and then came back and she was sitting there with her hands in her lap, you're like, oh, well, that's very nice of you. If I ever walked into a room where Maple was sitting quietly with her hands <laughs> in her lap, I would say, this is great. This is the best huh. day I've had in weeks. Mm-hmm. So it's good. I'll be honest. If I walk into a room and my four year old is sitting there quietly with her hands in her lap, I'd kind of almost rather it was a raggedy and doll that had figured out <laughs> how to do this herself. That's true. Now that you say that, I should think, actually, if I walk into Mabel's holding her, her hands in her lap, the yeah. first thing I should do is check for my two-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Can I find her and is she okay? <laughs> if yes, then the other thing is okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, so they would do that or they would walk into a room and they would find her sitting with her legs crossed. Now, I don't know if you know this about dolls. They don't normally cross their legs on their own. Normally, you have to do that for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want them to, you know. Be uncomfortable. Be, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Now, uh, so this, so the, they're finding Raggedy Ann in, in, different, in different positions. Now, all the roommates are saying, like, we have not, I haven't touched her. Like, mm-hmm. no one is... Mm-hmm. No one is is claiming credit for this, and maybe they're just kind of messing around with each other. Maybe, mm, yeah, yeah. three twenty somethings, you know. Sure, yeah. totally possible. Playing jokes. If on our each other. third roommate had brought home a doll, I would definitely have messed with that doll <laughs> constantly, <laughs> and then said, "I have not touched that doll." <laughs> I, 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 I was not even home. Here's so here, here's, a, here's a bus pass. I forged as an alibi because I totally wasn't. He's here. like, "We have a I have a camera and I have a nanny cam here. You've done this," and I'd say, mm. "That's not me. Mm-mm. No sir, it's not me. It's not me." Another six foot six person. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We Broke should change in. our locks. We should call the police, actually. We should yep. do that right actually, now. Yes, that's <laughs> a responsible thing to do. Thank you for bringing this to my attention. <laughs> so, so this stuff is happening, but they're so they're all weirded out, but they're not sure that that they're they're trusting each other. Mm-hmm. Um now, but every once in a while they would find Raggedy Ann in a room that she had no business being in. Mm. What? And again, could be could be roommate stuff, hijinks. Yep. All the roommates are like, we have not touched her, and we don't like touching her because this is a scary doll because mm-hmm. <laughs> she moves all by herself. <laughs> so she did seem to move throughout the house all on her own, and not long after that, the roommates started finding little handwritten notes on the floor of the apartment. Notes that said things like, quote, help, 
me. <laughs> Wait, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. Notes on the floor of the apartment, as in, like, notes on paper and then on the floor of the apartment, or things scrawled onto the floor of the apartment? This is an important question. Thank you for asking it. Mm. Notes on uh, parchment paper. So, a kind of paper that no one in the house had <laughs> access to. They found notes written on parchment paper mm-hmm. left on the floor, and the handwriting was a very it was childlike scrawl in crayon. Hmm. Any questions so far? Uh, no. It's still kind of trying to figure out where. Like, did did she go on like Shutterfly or something like that and order in some really <laughs> nice, you know, stationery? I don't know where you pull out parchment paper. Yeah, I don't know. It's like ah, I'm really trying to haunt these three people. <laughs> What do you have in like an Egyptian cotton, you like know? a papyrus style yeah. something, mm-hmm. or like a, I don't know, uh, a Declaration of Independence theme? Or if I have any leftover, I'd really like to print my resume on them. Like, what do you have? <laughs> you think it looks like old, but doesn't look like mm-hmm. fabricated to look old? Yeah, I don't want to buy two packs of paper. Is the problem? So, and I do want to use the font papyrus. What do you have that matches the font papyrus? <laughs> So this is going on. It's very disconcerting. Then one night, Cal wakes up, middle of the night, and he feels paralyzed and he can't move, Mm. but he feels pressure on one of his legs. Now he looks down with his eyes Mm. and he sees Raggedy Ann climbing up his leg and she is laughing. (sighs) This may be the most horrifying image ever. I've ever had in my brain yeah. from this whole podcast. That's up there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the clown motel caused some issues for a few days in the old. Oh, that's true. In the, the old, uh, the, in the old think tank up here, the twenty foot clown yeah. at the end of the bed is bad. Yeah, that's that true. was not so good. This one though, that's that's this this, this raggedy Ann is also very clown like. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So now you have a clown, mm-hmm. a clown who's a doll climbing up your leg and laughing, mm-hmm. and she climbed all the way up his body and started. Choking him with her little hands. <laughs> and after seven hours of attempts. <laughs> um, but he can't move. He's having a night tear and he can't move. Mm-hmm. And uh, and much like I think I would do in this situation, mm. Cal passed out from absolute fucking terror. Mm, yeah. Now, when oh. he wakes up a little later, mm. Raggedy Ann is sitting in the corner of his room. Now, this is not a dream situation because she didn't start there. She was out in the living room. Right. And now, after all this, mm-hmm. she's in his room. He did not put her there. Uh, also, the skin on his chest was kind of hurting. So, he, like, takes off his shirt. He looks down. There are deep scratch wounds all over his chest and torso. Oof. How does Raggedy Ann scratch anybody? She's, like, notoriously just cloth. I think so. Yes. Good question. Right. I think what's happening here is it's not actually a Raggedy Ann. Mm, okay. I think there might be something like inside the Raggedy Ann. It's uh, like, you don't have claws, Ann, but I do. Right. You know? Yeah. Let's see what happens. Hmm. I don't know. Let's see what happens. I mean, you're. It's, it, it, I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah. <laughs> Let's find out. I'm really wondering how long this doll stays in the apartment and not in the trash compactor because. Although we 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 have this discussion before, but I believe with the Elsa doll years ago, mm-hmm. you know, years ago, where Which it was I think like is a now officially a secret episode. I don't know if we the Elsa doll is out there anymore. Really? Oh my god! Well, the Elsa doll mm. episode could be a secret episode. Ooh, good reminder. Mm. So Elsa doll episode, I don't think is there. If you have not heard the Elsa doll episode, hey, we have an episode about a haunted Elsa doll. That is a secret episode that we will share with you, but you got to ask for it. You got to email us at isthisaghost at gmail.com. Let us know why you think you are worthy, I guess, of the doll episode. Um, go on, though, Patrick. No, no, I, I, was, I was just say, I believe, not to spoil too much of the Elsa doll episode, but I believe the more threatening thing is always if you do get rid of the doll mm-hmm. and then you go to sleep, mm-hmm. you wake up. Mm-hmm. And the doll is not get rid of anymore. The doll is very much It's not back. get rid of anymore? <laughs> it is not get rid of. The doll is now mm. non-get rid of and back. I understand why there's no syntax that makes sense for mm-hmm. what you're doing because yeah. there is no... Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> doll is back. You cannot get rid of a mm-hmm. haunted doll. Yeah, so that's a billion times worse than just like allowing the doll to be there. So That's true. The doll's going to be there either way. Right. I would rather not break my brain over the fact that I put it in the trash compactor. Mm-hmm. 
outside my house yep. and then she's back. That's true. That's probably what they were thinking. Mm. Anyway, so they had a roommate meeting <laughs> because Cal's <laughs> like, hey, I don't think this is cool. Uh, and they all agree and they all decide they need some expert help. Now, I, <laughs> mm. I would like to interject that uh, it does not take an expert, I think, to, to light the doll on fire and flush it down the <laughs> toilet or whatever. <laughs> but um, I guess... I guess maybe they really love the doll. They just didn't love what the doll was doing. And like as a parent, that's, I get that's that. Not, you know? that. No, that's not an option. No, as no. a parent, I understand. Like I love my kids. I love. Sometimes I don't love mm-hmm. what they're doing, but I love them. I would never. Right. I will say that this is this is an iTag promise and a Clayton Smith promise. Mm-hmm. I will never light any of my children on fire. Mm-hmm. Because even if they're doing things I don't agree with, mm-hmm. my love for them is so great. Right. And so what I think is probably that's what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Do you, mm-hmm. What do you think? I, I, I'm just curious. How, what percentage of your children is made up of stuffins and cloth is, is my question. I have not cut into them right. uh-huh. because I'm As not a monster, right, so right. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Okay. So impossible to answer. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the question. Okay. That's fair. That's Anything fair. else? No, no. Everything else is perfectly clear. Okay. So they don't, <laughs> they don't know what to do, but they do think we should call in an expert. So they contacted a local medium, and the medium came over to examine the doll. Hey, you don't have to mute your microphone anymore. Jeremy came up with a way to completely get rid of toilet flushing. That's great. All right, Jeremy. It's incredible. Game I mean, on. really, it's incredible. I've been listening very closely. <laughs> this toilet, Jeremy has done incredible work. This toilet is flushing so loud, I can see it show up on the audio track. So I don't know if it'll be different. Good Jeremy, luck, buddy. let us know what you think, <laughs> but <laughs> he's a magician. Really, truly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jen, I think you're stuck with this. But <laughs> <laughs> So they call on a medium. And uh, so the medium does her thing. She she shows up and she mm-hmm. she does. She does the, boy, it is loud, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is no, I know. It's, That's true. <laughs> the medium shows up. She sets out her old stuff. Um, just the, <laughs> you're just going to let it go. Okay. Oh, nice. See? Yeah. Boy, that was a loud one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you gotten closer to the toilet? So I think I'm just going to just start like shutting off the little knob in the evening yeah. when I come down here from now on. You, you know what you can do is just say you can go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. but don't flush the toilet. Yeah, exactly. And then when you go upstairs mm-hmm. from recording, right. you you do a big flush. Yeah, I'll flush all the toilets two or three times so that everything yeah. gets, you know, gets through. Yes. Good? I'm good. Great. Okay. <laughs> so that's what we've decided you will do from now on. So the medium comes in. Gosh, where are we? She does her thing. Uh, oh, and she discovers that the Raggedy Ann doll is actually attached to the spirit of a seven-year-old girl who had died in the area. Hmm. This doll being on clearance sale is suddenly starting to come into sharp focus. That's right. <laughs> and the name of that dead girl who now inhabited the doll Annabelle. Mm. Watch horror movies. You're looking. No, I don't. Okay. Well, okay. Is this this like, is this like the, like the house with the house with the windows you were trying to scare me with? It's it's similar to that. Yeah. 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 All right. Boy, I, that, that one was even worse because that's a very famous (laughs) movie. This one is less so, but um, Mm -hmm. there are people who definitely, when I said Annabelle just Mm -hmm. went nuts. Really? Now you've great job. guys. You've made that feel, uh, not great. Okay. All right. All right. No, no, no. Let's, let's redo it. Let's redo it. Let's redo it. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Right. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> From top. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the medium did her thing when she found out it was the, the raggedy Ann doll was attached to a spirit of a seven year old girl who had died in the area. Oh, hmm. interesting. And the name of that seven year old girl mm-hmm. who was attached to the doll mm-hmm. was Annabelle. Who's that? <laughs> okay. So this was not different. <laughs> And actually, in some ways, worse. Um, no, no, no. Okay. All right. One more time. I'll, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Do you want your motivation? Do you want me to explain? So Annabelle is a big it. deal. Um, She's a big deal. Is you she, the Conjuring movies? Is she the nun? 
Uh, she is in the Nun universe. Yes, she's yeah, in the, thank you for asking. The Nun universe. So is the it? Nun is in the Conjuring universe. Uh-huh. The Conjuring universe includes Annabelle. It's very look. Don't. It's, How can they be? In it's the, complicated. Aren't they in our I know. universe? Uh, we we don't have time for this. That's but okay. Yes, but the short answer is yes. Uh-huh. She's part of that whole thing. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Ready. And people know. And she said sequels. So she's a big deal. Whew. Okay. okay. All right. So with that, is your, should I? One yes. More time? Okay. <clears throat> so the medium comes over. She does her thing. Uh, and she learns that the Raggedy Ann doll uh, is attached to the spirit of a seven-year-old girl who had died in the area. Hmm. And the name of the seven-year-old girl who had died in that area was Annabelle. What? I know. Can you believe it? Like the this nun is movie? The story of... No, but close. <laughs> this is the story of Annabelle. Oh, even better. <laughs> So many people are screaming at you right now. Now, <laughs> Annabelle Higgins, to mm-hmm. be specific. Uh, Annabelle Higgins, a little girl who died and who attached her soul to this doll. Mm-hmm. And Annabelle Wait, had a message. So, but go on. Uh, uh, yes. so maybe you'll get into this. I don't know. Because I, 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 I don't know how this goes. But Apparently, you have no idea. Yeah, go on. <sighs> she attached herself to the doll, right? Uh-huh. Is this kind of like one of these things where you go to like to to the little free library on your block and you're you know kind of going through there seeing what little books and you open up one of the books and it's very clearly from the kid's grandma and the parents like ah, we put that one in the lending library we don't need this one anymore is it there's like giving away the doll I are you asking me if they got the doll out of a lending library yeah or you know just like out of a like a donation bin or something like that. What? <laughs> I don't know, but I don't think it was in a book library. Right, yeah. But like this is a doll. Right. But I would imagine it would be a really special doll to somebody, right? Maybe. If the child you know dies. Sure, okay. Mm-hmm, and puts their spirit into it. And then how does it get to the next family though? Anyway, here here's a picture of the Annabelle movie cover, just to make uh-huh. sure you don't... You've never seen this before? Let me, I have no idea what this is. You see Annabelle? That's like a ventriloquist dummy. That's not Now, yes, thing. this is not a raggedy. So they've taken some liberties. This is why... <laughs> That's correct. This is why I am so... <laughs> so okay. confused. Okay. Just checking. Okay. Before right. The Conjuring, there was Annabelle. Yeah. So, okay. okay. Well... Whatever. Looks, it's going to ring a bell for you soon. It looks Here's scary. what I'll say. Okay. It's going to ring a bell for you. Okay. Um, now, I've also not seen the Annabelle movies because mm. I don't like horror movies, but I know that they exist. <laughs> well, I don't like them. Also, I don't have time to watch any movies. So, neither do I. But yeah. you know what? Aaron and I finally watched um, Spectre, 007 Spectre, which was two Bond movies ago. What is, oh, it's a James Bond one? Yeah, yeah. Finally watched it. Is it, is, um, it, is it Idris Elba? Is he James Bond now? No, I don't think that it ever happened. No, I was hoping it was coming. But this in. was uh, this was uh, oh gosh, what's his name? Uh, uh, from Inglorious Bastards, the uh, the German. Uh, gosh, he's so good. What's his name? The German. He's so good. Seen Glorious Bastards? Werner Herzog. Is that it? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I think that was it. Yes, he directed and starred in. Uh, I he don't was Bond. expect you to <laughs> speak, Mister Bond. I expect I you to you die. To die. <laughs> yes, that's exactly how it went. I'm sorry I opened up the Sonic conversation. Anyway, what are you talking about? Spectre is great. Uh-huh. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so, God, this is so much longer than I expected it to be. So, God, where are we? Patrick, there. Uh, <laughs> boy. The doll's name was Annabelle, Annabelle Higgins. <laughs> yeah. And Annabelle had a message for Deidre and her friends. Mm. She asked for their permission to continue to possess the doll. Okay. Is she going to keep being a little rude or? I don't think so. She said she won. She quote wanted to stay with them and be loved. Mm. She's just looking for love. Mm -hmm. Well, that's nice. Okay. Maybe in all the wrong places. Mm -hmm. Maybe looking for love in too many faces. Mm -hmm. But. Did she want to be loved? Did she think she, you know, like got it out of her system? You know, whatever she. Probably. Okay. 
That's fair. Yeah, you act up, you yeah. know, because you're like, you hey, look, you're notice seven. me. You're seven, you know. Who hasn't, yeah, yeah. when they were yeah, seven, exactly. woken up a housemate by choking them to death with little clothy paws. And scratching the shit out of their chest, yeah, yeah, and I mean, drawing blood. Yeah. I've done it, you've mm-hmm. done it. Mm-hmm. So the roommates confer, and in the end, they all agree. <laughs> They're like, this poor kid is seven years old, like... What's the worst that could happen? Mm-hmm. Now, I will note that this seems like the sort of thing that has, maybe, maybe, maybe the what's what's the gentleman's name again? Cal. That seems like the sort of thing maybe Cal got voted down two to one on. I he's mean, he's been fucking brutalized. Yeah. He's been <laughs> his, like body ripped open. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so that is surprising. Mm-hmm. So it's probably a two to one. He's like, but it's a rent controlled apartment, and <laughs> I couldn't afford to get anything like this. So I'll just lock the door, you know, and I'm sure dolls don't know how to get through locked doors. No, even cursed ones. Definitely not haunted ones. Mm -mm. (laughs) Certainly not. Um, and so the medium is like, I, are you sure? Because Mm. I (laughs) saw where I thought this was going. (laughs) She's like, I, what I would say is you should get rid of this doll. Yeah. I actually have a service where I take these dolls off your hand. I have a little like, it is $300, but it's worth it. I have the pet carrier in the car. It's really not that big a deal (laughs) for me to come in here and just kind of, now the doll may show up again tomorrow, but then it's only Mm -hmm. half price to have it retaken out. (laughs) One of you is going to have to sleep inside of a raccoon trap to catch it next time though. And I am very (laughs) sorry. It's going to be you Cal, but it's worth it. Mm -hmm. It's worth it. So she's like, are you sure? And they're like, yeah, I guess it's the worst thing to happen. And she's like, well, what, okay. what happened last time? was <laughs> so, probably the worst that's going to happen, I'll be honest. <laughs> yep. So she packs up her thing, she leaves, and then things, uh, strangely, get worse. Hmm. Annabelle starts bleeding from her face. Okay. Uh, as one source called it, she started, quote, leaking blood on a regular basis. It seems like a very lawyery term. Yes. <laughs> oh, the, her body began leaking blood. We won't say she's actively bleeding, Near but her the body point was leaking blood. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't mean, say it was her heart pushing the blood out, yeah. but the blood did leak from the joints. Whether my client's knife was in the proximal location of the leaking <laughs> blood is not really for me to decide, but... <clears throat> so, then there was an article on Medium that said... Uh, more troubling than the fact that she's bleeding all the time was the fact that Cal started having nightmares about Annabelle every night. Mm-hmm. And every night now he's waking up with new scratches on his chest mm. that again are bleeding. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's worse than a doll bleeding blood. I don't. I mean, they're on the same. I don't. I mean, like one's an eight, one's a nine. You know, they're yeah, they're, they're yeah. they are close. Yeah. That's true. That's close. It's just like any, but any one of these mm-hmm. things should be enough to be like, we need to. Yeah, dolls gone doll or I'm gone. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> this whole three's uh, company dynamic here is really getting stretched. Cal thin. must be really <laughs> hard up. <laughs> he must really love what. Uh, Have you what, seen my uh, credit, ladies? Going? You know you got me over barrel here, guys. <laughs> So, um, this goes on for a while, but eventually they're like, okay, we changed our mind. We can't live like this mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is again where I would point out that they do have a dumpster, but mm-hmm. I, as you have astutely, uh, pointed out already, that doesn't necessarily mean the, the doll will go away. Right. And in fact, it could make things much, much, much worse. More awkward, certainly. Oh yeah. Yeah. So they don't kill the doll, but they decide they are going to take the whole situation to a higher power. Hmm. The lard. They reach out. Yes. Mm-hmm. The lard. The lard. The lard closet. The closet with the lard. They go into the lard closet and they reach out to a local Episcopal Episcopal preacher named Father Hagen. This, I don't know. I mean, I I like the Episcopals. They're very nice. <laughs> but you don't trust them to do this kind of dirty They're work? They're very nice people. They seem... <laughs> They're kind of the wusses of the whole Christianity okay. thing, you know. Who would you call in from the Christianity branch? Mm-hmm. Uh, who would you call in? Ooh, man, uh, the guys that wrestle snakes—definitely those guys. You think so? Oh I yeah, I think those oh, guys are, yeah. might be frauds. I don't know if you know this. Uh, yeah, frauds. I know um, those guys in the uh, in the Facebook videos where they're all dressed in like business suits, where they dance around in circles, really crazy. Mm-hmm. Those guys. Um, and probably you guys from the opening credits of, uh, of, uh, true blood. Yes. Yes. That's what you're looking for. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. And mm-hmm. maybe, 
I mean, are, are are they the Baptists? I'm th- I, I'm thinking the hardest gosh. of the hardcore. You know, I don't think there there may be a sect of Baptists. I don't. I yeah. I'm think I'm taking this doll to the hardest of the hardcore. I'm not. Okay. Yeah. But I guess we'll see how the Episcopals not Episcopals. Shake up. Huh? No, absolutely not. God love so them. They take them. To- you know. <laughs> but okay. So they they go to the Episcopal priest, uh, Father Hagen, and he says. Nah, no thank you. <laughs> Finally, someone with some sense in this story. <laughs> this and isn't really our it. thing. We are focusing on mm-hmm. equitable You want the Louisiana yeah. folks. You, yeah. want, to you want the true blood south from here, guys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I guarantee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Ben Mar Blanc oh, here. Ben I Mar cannot Blanc. help solve this mystery at all. <laughs> So, so Father Hagen calls in his superior, <clears throat> Father Cook. Mm-hmm. Now, Father Cook, also Episcopal, mm-hmm. so we haven't right. we haven't yet left the that branch. Mm-hmm. He comes to the apartment and he spends about <laughs> two minutes with Annabelle, mm-hmm. and then he's he's like, "All right, listen, everybody, this is very serious. <laughs> it is." And he says, "He said, and this is not a direct quote. But I think mm-hmm. this is the uh, the the general feeling of his of what he says is mm-hmm. he says." <clears throat> This is very serious. Mm-hmm. It is 1970. Mm-hmm. We need to call in the biggest fucking guns we can find. You see? Mm-hmm. And so Father Cook makes a phone call. On the other end of that phone call, Ed and Lorraine <gasps> Warren. No, I was hoping they were going to come back. Boom! Oh. The biggest of the big. Oh. Ed and Lorraine, uh, welcome back to the podcast. Once again, do you want to, uh, for anyone who's uh, who's more recently joined us, do you want to give a, a quick rundown of Ed and Lorraine Warren? Oh man, do they do they show up at Amityville? Yes, they do show up at Amityville, don't they? Um, and one other one that we did that I don't. It's uh, but Amityville is certainly yeah. a big one. Go on. Yeah, uh, that's all I remember. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Ed and Lorraine Warren, a very famous ghost hunters and uh and spiritualists who whose stories have uh have have inspired the movies and some some very mm-hmm. major movies including mm-hmm. the amityville horror is probably mm-hmm. the biggest one right they uh, they were the ones who did the amityville case mm-hmm. very so good representation one i mean they must have like top-notch representation They're- their pr team is insane <laughs> their managers are the best in the business i mean uh, yes yeah <laughs> very good yeah and so they call the Warrens because they're not fucking around anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. And the Warrens are like, yeah, I think we can help you. <laughs> so they arrive <laughs> and they examine Annabelle mm-hmm. and they're doing their thing. And what they really want to know is where did this doll come from? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, Deidre's mom got it used, gave Deidre, but like. I'm also very interested in that. Yes. Very interested. What's the history of this doll? Right. Uh, so the Warrens, they do their thing. Mm-hmm. They start digging up the provenance of this doll. They talk with Deirdre's mother. They work backward. And this is what they found. I will say if there is a good time for a content warning on this podcast, this is probably it. Ooh, should I be scared? This is going to be a true crime podcast for about five minutes. Ooh. We're going to get rich. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're not into that, you skip ahead a little bit. You'll be fine. <clears throat> but 17 years earlier in Portland, Massachusetts, a man named Douglas P. Adams, not the author not that of, one. Yeah. not, not the That's hitchhiker's fine. guy. To mm-hmm. Douglas sure. Adams. No, yeah. Different one. Different. Different one. <laughs> he took a carving knife and brutally murdered his wife, Charlotte and his 12 year old daughter, Caroline. And later, when he was questioned by the police, he said, quote, legally, I am guilty, but morally, that's a different story. <laughs> so he was healthy and fine. <laughs> Please tell me you just saw somebody sneaking in the frame. No. Okay. That's that was Taco. Yeah. <clears throat> Doc, just, Doc, I was like, this we had a whole so thing. Scary. We, Can you please slow yeah, down, we, Daddy? <laughs> well, we <laughs> we rehearsed this. I was like, "Hey, when it gets the scary part, will you come up here and like pop in?" And she did a great job. Uh, you get food tonight, Taco, for the first time in months. 
So it seems like there was something telling him to do that. The right thing to do was to murder his wife and daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so here's a little, I, I would like you actually to, to kind of help me with this part. So mm-hmm. I want to, I want you, I found a newspaper, a bit of a newspaper clipping mm-hmm. from, uh, that was uh, written after his whole, his whole thing came to light. And I mm-hmm. want you to help me just, so here is that newspaper. Can you just read mm-hmm. this paragraph? The one, the full paragraph. Mm-hmm. The girl's body was sprawled on a couch and on the floor. Her arms were slashed. At her feet was a juvenile mystery novel, The Secret of Redgate Farm. A life-sized Raggedy Ann doll sat on a chair facing her. School books were scattered around the floor. So this man murders his wife and daughter, Mm -hmm. and watching the whole thing was a Raggedy Ann doll. Mm. That Raggedy Ann doll is the same one Oof. that a couple decades later passes into the hands of Deidre's mother, who then gives it to Deidre. There is something very dangerous inside this doll mm-hmm. that is making people do very bad things. Mm. So the Warrens uncover the history. They have more conversations with the doll, more examinations. In the end, they conclude they're, while there definitely was a dark energy attached to the doll, it was not the spirit of a seven-year-old girl named Annabelle. Mm-hmm. That was just what the doll said. So the doll's a liar, too. Correct. Woo. That's right. I, thought I, I can sh- forgive yeah. the demonic energy, but the lies. <laughs> and the chest clawing, and the vivid nightmares, and the murdering of your family. But we are <laughs> honest in our house. <laughs> No, what was inhabiting the doll was a demon mm. trying to convince everyone it was a harmless ghost of a girl named Annabelle. Oh, they should have put that fucker in the cat carrier and just sunk him in the Hudson. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, you'll remember that during the seance, the spirit said it was just one of the hangout with the roommates, beloved. Uh, but the Warrens discovered the demon inside the doll was actually seeking to possess one of the three roommates. Oh, wow. And that is not what you want, I think. No, definitely not. I've had some bad so, roommates in my life, and I don't think, <laughs> like, I don't think any of them. They're bad enough possessed. as is. Yeah. That's right. Um, so the Warrens brought in Father Cook again, mm-hmm. and they said, can you please do an exorcism of this house? Of the house? Now, this is a good point. Thank you for bringing it up. Mm-hmm. Yes, the house, not the doll. That seems weird, right? Uh-huh. Right. So they asked Father Cook to do an exorcism of the house mm-hmm. to clear the house of any residual energy. Right. Because they're really good deal of getting on rent. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The doll is troublesome. Yes. But this is only six fifty a month and split three ways. That's <laughs> right. pretty nice. We can take the doll out yeah. anytime, yeah. but like we don't want to like doll energy also, here. I'm not sure what kind of deposit we're gonna lose if it's possessed <laughs> after we leave. So uh-huh. So they did not ask to do a uh, an exorcism of the doll, mm-hmm. and instead they asked Deirdre if they could take Annabelle with them when they leave. Mm. And Deirdre says, "Please, God, yes, yes. absolutely, absolutely, yeah, take the doll. Doll's yours now." Mm-hmm. And as soon as Annabelle is removed from the house, Cal stops getting attacked in his dreams, stops getting his chest ripped open. Mm-hmm. It all heals nicely. <laughs> Very nicely, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) Meow. Everything is very good. No more problems Mm -hmm. in the apartment. Mm -hmm. But as for Annabelle, the Warrens take her back to their home, which by this point had become something of a museum to the occult. Mm -hmm. Because they are doing their thing. Yeah, it's like the the firehouse in the Ghostbusters. Yes, that's quite like that. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, ghost, hang out here for a while, will you? Uh, and they built a wooden case with a glass window to keep Annabelle inside. And I do have a photo of this as well. Just so you can see. Gosh. This is obviously not it. It is. There she is. Oh. Hi, Annabelle. Um, now, in the movie, mm-hmm. it looks like this. 
Right. Sure. Some things you'll notice. The movie is, uh, yeah, as you said, a ventriloquist doll style, which mm. is actually much less scary, I yeah. think, than a fucking raggedy hand yeah. doll. Although it does seem like a bit of a licensing issue. So that's probably what was going on that's there. True. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Good point. <laughs> and the fact, that both they, in cages. the fact that someone took a, uh, on, on the, the actual photo, someone clearly took a tarot card of the beelzebub card whatever that is and it's a like, devil and the devil and just like staple gunned it right next to the window like well that's actually yeah. in the movie also oh really it doesn't show here they do that after they lock her in and <laughs> this scene you can see they're locking her in so uh, this is here to protect mm-hmm. uh to protect the seal mm-hmm. and so people don't come in mm-hmm. um but you can see so in the movie version mm-hmm. it's mostly glass mm-hmm. in the uh the actual version it's mostly wood there's mm-hmm. a cross up here mm-hmm. There is glass you can peer into Annabelle, who is just sitting there smiling with mm-hmm. her uh, hands in her lap. Mm-hmm. Now, the sign here says, warning, positively, do not open. Mm-hmm. That made it to the movie. That's great. Mm-hmm. And that'll come into play in just a second. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, yeah, this is the... Uh, I don't uh, see the tears from... Or I don't see the, the, the stains from the blood tears. Is that something no. you should be seeing? Or do no. they, like, wash it off? Are they, like... Yeah. They clean know, off. They shout yeah. it out. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they had the wipes and they uh, just got rid of it. Uh, uh, yeah, Tidepin does amazing things on Cursed Dolls Blood Tears. I mean, it really is. They, they should put I that mean, in the ads. That would be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Around Halloween, they start running those ads. But then come November 1, <laughs> they switch back gotta to, oh, I got gravy them. on my crotch. Yeah. Procter & Gamble <laughs> are such prudes. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, so Annabelle went to the museum. Now, not long after she made it to the museum, a visitor walked through, and he was ignoring the warning of the sign mm-hmm. not to mess with it. Mm-hmm. Now, he didn't open it, but he did start, like, banging on the box, like, mm-hmm. tap, tap, tapping, like mm-hmm. like a fish. You know, you're not supposed right. to do a fish. Yeah. They don't like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's their fault for serving beer in the museum. So, I don't really know. They were doing full <laughs> shots. They were doing shots and beer bongs. So, I don't know what they were thinking. But he was fine. He starts, he starts tapping on the glass. And this made Annabelle very mad. Mm. And after this man rode away from the museum on his motorcycle, he was very soon after hit by a car on his way home. Mm. And he died on impact. Mm. One time, a priest from Hartford, Connecticut, came down to see the museum. And, uh, and Ed Warren was there showing him around. And he explained to him about the doll. And uh, he was like, this is the whole story. Don't, this is... This is bad. Don't mm-hmm. don't mess with yeah. Annabelle, please. Right. It's, it's yeah. not good. And uh, the priest marched over to the box. He opened it and he pulled Annabelle out. He threw her across the room and mm. he shouted, God is more powerful than any devil or demon. And Ed was like, hey, you fucking idiot. Yeah. I just told you, please do not touch this doll. It's really dangerous. Yeah. Number one, the insurance on that doll is more than your salary. <laughs> <laughs> uh and the priest is like um sorry did you not hear me god is more powerful mm-hmm. than the doll mm-hmm. it's fine mm-hmm. on his way back to hartford the priest got into a car accident where he drove headfirst into a semi truck mm. now somehow <laughs> i would say maybe miraculously he survived and weeks later when he was actually his jaw was unwired so we could talk he called Ed and uh, he told him the last thing that he saw before the accident was the face of Annabelle staring at him in his rear view mirror. Whew. And that is what distracted him in absolute terror and led him to drive into an oncoming semi-truck. Whew. Goodness gracious. Like, terrifying. Mm-hmm. Today, the Warren's collection is managed by their son-in-law. His name is Tony uh, Spurg. Is that right? That's what my notes is showing. Man, what a family to marry into. Right. I mean, like, that's always something you consider when you're dating somebody. Do they own lots of ghosts? Yeah, like, like, hey, you know, your parents seem really nice, but they they own that ghost museum, and they keep talking about wanting to hand it down to somebody. And yeah. I don't know, I don't know if I'm into that. <laughs> what if we move to Prague? <laughs> um, you're not gonna get away from ghosts in Prague. Spoiler alert: They got a lot of fucking ghosts in Prague. <laughs> Uh, season three. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, again, not seasons. Please don't. Please don't spread that rumor. Uh, Tony Spera is his name. And Tony said that Annabelle is the one. So this museum is full of mm-hmm. things full of they've shit. collected yeah. from. Yeah. yeah. Very scary stuff. Tony says Annabelle is the one thing in the museum that he fears the most. 
a man once wrote him a letter and offered to pay him $1 million for Annabelle. And Tony's like, "Uh, no. Right. Absolutely not. She's worth twice that. The man doubles the offer. Really? $2 million? Mm -hmm. And Tony says... He can't take it. It would be too irresponsible Mm -hmm. to let Annabelle loose, even for $2 million. Mm. Now, this is why he works at a Tchotchke museum. Because... (laughs) If I had the devil himself sealed up in a mason jar and someone gave me $2 million... You had to go for $2 million, (laughs) for sure. Gladly hand it over, take my money, and buy an island on the other side of the earth from that guy. Correct. Yep. But uh, but he does not. So he he Annabelle is still there. So Annabelle is still in the museum. You can go see her today in that same wooden case. Hmm. They uh, they work pretty hard to keep her from doing much damage. Mm-hmm. But the demon is still inside her, Ooh. and uh, and the demon would jump at the chance to possess a human person. Hmm. So you know, go if you want. I guess. Now the story of Annabelle has, of course, been made into. I think it's been a series. I think there are three movies now from the Conjuring universe. Oh, and it, that'll be that scary for three movies. Well, the whole so the Ed and Lorraine Warren, like their whole situation right. has been made into media. Empire. Obviously, it's obviously, media yeah, yeah. You know, Amityville was seventies, eighties, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like now, it's the Conjuring is all based on their stuff, and mm-hmm. there's offshoots that are also based on their stuff. Like they've people have taken their stories and tied them all together mm-hmm. in like this. It's the opposite of doing a multiverse. They've taken the multi stories and put them into one universe. Um, so th- all the conjuring stuff is real to a point. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Annabelle uh, series is one of them. Um, and that's a documentary. Wow. So that is our, I think our second haunted dog. I don't think we've done more. Mm-hmm. Robert, I think this There's is Robert. The, Robert's, uh, Robert sticks out, obviously. Yep. Of course, and uh, now this uh, very terrifying-looking fucking <laughs> Raggedy Ann doll that is Annabelle. Uh, any thoughts? Any questions? Any concerns? Do you are you worried about your kids' toys maybe being possessed by a demon and um, I don't know, trying to possess you or burn your house down? I mean, if they didn't, anything? if they didn't lose one hundred percent of their toys every six months, I would say probably. Um, mm-hmm. But for them, like toys are kind of like. Like skin cells, like they just regenerate themselves. <laughs> Shed them off every yeah. six months. I'm like, where'd this toy come from? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, where'd your like uh, well, the little drum toy go? Oh, I have no idea where that went. So this is a good point. So you should only this is I and I hate to I'm not a capitalist shill here, mm-hmm. but you should only buy new toys for your kids. Mm-hmm. Do not get used toys because those are the ones that are most likely to have demons in them. Absolutely. Which uh, brings us to our uh, new sponsor, FAO Schwartz. Um, please <laughs> bring us to a new sponsor. <laughs> Goodwill. What? No. <laughs> well, that is the story of the, the true story of the Annabelle doll that, uh, some of you have, I guess, probably seen Patrick apparently is not, mm-hmm. but, uh, some of you probably have, Seems and that's, scary. that's her story. So, uh, uh, let us know what you think. And all, as always, give us a rating and review. Gosh, Pat, we are up to between iTunes or, uh, it's not it. Boy, it has been iTunes. iTunes and, uh, oh my god, has been iTunes in like Grandpa. twenty years. Between <laughs> Apple Podcasts, it's a reflex. Between Apple Podcasts and Spotify, we are now at I think eighty reviews, which whew, it's pretty wild. It's pretty good, but Look. we could do better. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you can go rate it and review, that'd be great. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Is this a ghost? Is a production of Smith Show Productions. All the words that I say are from my mouth, Clayton Smith. All the the good jokes are from Patrick Dean. Our audio editor is uh, Jeremy Montoya, and our video editor is Jennifer Swanson. And uh, gosh, we are so grateful for for them, and we uh, hope that you liked this. And mostly, we hope you will be back next week for another probably pretty good episode of Is This a Ghost? (laughs) 